beautiful people. It's Angel Janelle, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Outlet Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Outlet Podcast. Y'all, I have the giggles right now, which is crazy because you guys just would not believe the battles that have been fought just to get to this recording like battles like this 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 recording this episode has been started and stopped started and stopped started and stopped but we're starting again and we won't be stopped in Jesus name so I am excited to be back again for another episode um I'm really grateful that you guys decided to plug in with me and, and you thought it not robbery to do that and I'm super excited about today's topic um but before I get into today's topic I have a surprise I have a guest guys our very first guest for the outlet podcast and this person I have been graced to know her for only a few months but it really feels like we've known each other way longer than that she um has proven herself time and time again to be a true woman of God she's a great friend she's funny adventurous intelligent she's kind and I am just very grateful that this is the person that the Holy Spirit told me to have on this episode because I don't know what this would have looked like all the ups and downs that just occurred would have looked like with somebody else so um without further ado here's my friend Sarah Owens hi Sarah hey y'all so excited I don't know where they came from (laughs) (laughs) from the depths of my belly the depths okay how are you I am great friend how are you oh I'm making it (laughs) I'm good you guys I mm, I am good I am trying to be intentional about how I say I am in all honesty I've been feeling very frustrated up until up until this exact moment of the recording solely because of how many times we had to start and stop start and stop and I feel like a part of that was the Lord reminding me one if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready but also there was just a lot of interference that occurred that did not make sense y'all like we recorded and my mic was not picking me up for the majority of the episode and before we started the recording, I could hear both of us clearly on the mics, which is why we started. And so I was just sitting here like, how long? How long has this been happening? And it was the whole episode. So here we are again. Um, I think the thing that I'm looking forward to, though, is the fact that I really don't remember what we talked about fully, like all this exact verbiage we use and all the things. Like, I know the context of our conversation. Absolutely. But I. I know it's going to be different and who knows what the Lord's going to say this time. So let's get into it. Um, I have always admired the fact that you, Sarah, are intentional about your words. Um, I've literally witnessed Sarah y'all say something be like, well, no, that's not how I wanted to say that. That's the, that's, those aren't the words I want to use. Like, even though she'd already spoke it, she made, she's intentional and she took the time to say, nope, that's not what I meant. And she makes the clarification. And even that doesn't even happen that often because she will stop and pause and say, I want to use the right words here. And so like, is that something you've always done? Is that like 
a learned behavior? How did that, how that start occurring for you? Um, I'd actually say it was a learned behavior because I think um, I found that I was misunderstood by people mm-hmm. and I feel like the only way I would have been misunderstood is if I communicated improperly. Gotcha. And so um, some of it does come from a place of like trying to, I wouldn't say be perfect, but I want to be understood to where anybody can understand me. So right. I need to say it right the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, But those times when you were speaking how I would, kind of retract my statement and then try again i want to make sure that you know the subject verb agreement is there yeah and you know <laughs> i use the right word because if you use the right word for its proper definition yeah and if the person you're speaking to also knows that definition y'all gonna be on the same page you're right because um one thing that i do i'm just gonna be very open about it okay Sometimes I don't know what words mean, mm-hmm. but because I've heard them or read them for some odd reason, I am able to use them in the right context. And I love that for you. So that's another part to that. Oh gosh. It's tears. It's tears. <laughs> but yes, I I, I want to make sure that I'm heard and understood. So I am very intentional with my words. Even it's it's very funny because like I found that when I pray, I, I, to me, it, it goes better if I actually write them out. Mm-hmm. And more so because I want to make sure that I'm pr- not necessarily praying the right things, yeah. but I want to be intentional with the prayer too. Yeah. And I feel like when I'm writing it out, it gives me time to actually see what I just spoke or written out as opposed to saying it and like, dang, I don't think I remember what I said already. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, I want to be intentional with my words so that I'm understood and that what's in here gets relayed out there. Yeah. And I like that last part. What's in here. And I want to add to that what's in here and what's in here. Yeah. And I know some of you guys can't see us, but I'm pointing at my heart. So when she said what's in here, she was pointing at her head and I'm saying I'm adding on what's in our heart um, because we, we learn from the word of God that from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. And I think another great aspect to add to that before I get into the abundance of the heart portion is that the power of life and death is in our tongues. Yeah. And a lot of times we, just speak so haphazardly and we don't really think about what we're saying yeah and it'll be in like funny context for example this is a culturally relevant statement that I'm about to make Sally just made me laugh my response is girl you make me sick why am I saying that to Sally why do I want Sally to make me sick? Like, why am I saying that? (laughs) Right. More Sally. And if you're listening to this and your name is Sally, you don't make me sick. I promise you that. I love you, Sally. God bless you. But why are we saying that this person makes us sick or this person gets on our nerves or, you know, we're not thinking about the language we're using and we're just talking. Right. And then if we take that a step further, self-talk, You know, the way we talk about other people, the way we talk about our job, the way we talk about opportunities, the way we talk about everything matters because our words create worlds. And when we create these worlds, (laughs) sorry, y'all. Get in there. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I I was so close to the mic that my lip hit it and it just scared me. (laughs) Who who is that? Who is that? (laughs) But when we create these worlds, we're the ones that have to live in them. 
And I don't think we think about what that looks like. And so for my life, I used to be a huge negative self-talk person. You know, it started because I was bullied growing up as a kid. There are a lot of scenarios that occurred in my life that made me feel like I wasn't enough or maybe I didn't matter or there was more that I needed to do in life to be seen and valued. And so I began to merge the world that was created with the negative talk that people were giving to me with my own negative self-talk. I began to live in this world and I expected other people to live there with me. So if I am seeing myself because I've told myself, girl, you're not good enough for that. You're not smart enough for that. You are not ill. Like I've literally looked in the mirror before guys when I was younger and said, ew, what is that to say to me? Like, nothing that's nothing I need to say to me right and so I didn't know though that I was creating a world and I was living in this world and when people would say you're so pretty you're so smart you're lying to me is how I would feel inside and it's not that they were lying they were living in a healthier world because they were choosing and not solely because they chose positive words but because their positive words were coming and spoken in truth their positive words aligned with how the Lord sees me and my words were not um, and so have you ever found yourself, Sarah, in a, in a place or creating a world that either was like mad negative or really faithful and positive? Yeah. So um, this is very timely. I am in a season where I'm studying for a uh, certification e- exam mm-hmm. um, for, you know, my career. Yeah. And essentially when it comes to my career, not that I'm protective of it. But my mom always told me, go ahead and get that kind of situated before you get married and have kids because it may be a little bit difficult trying to achieve different things while you have other responsibilities or Mm -hmm. new responsibilities. So um, as you can tell, I am in a space where I am trying to get that together. Oh, okay. Um, But there's a lot of pressure that comes along with it because there's people in my family that may not pass certain exams and it has been a, a a huge barrier for them as they try to achieve in their career. Yeah. And so I've learned that I've either joined their world of negative talk or, you know, how they see themselves taking exams. I've somehow j- merged my world with them and I s- now said or then that's no longer okay but then I I started to say like you know I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna pass my exam Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna fail I'm going to end up like her or I'm not going to be able to it's almost like I've reached my ceiling in my career so stop trying Mm -hmm. and those were the words that I began to you know add to this world and you know it doesn't help that you know sometimes you try to encourage yourself Google (laughs) Google will get you I tell you, get you, they'll get you. Y'all better get off that. What's it called? Med Doc, uh, Medline. <laughs> all them people, all them, get off of it. Get off. Y'all better go seek the real doctor. Oh, okay, the great physician, but okay. Okay, we'll get to that later. But, you know, I, 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 I began to find more lies to mm-hmm. add to this world. So, in this world um, that I created, it basically led to doom. Mm-hmm. of whatever it is that I would have wanted to accomplish. Cause it's interesting. Once that one lie, it's almost like a snowball effect. Yes. This was a big world yeah. and it was, it was connected to now I'm not going to be able to, to get a promote. It's not, I'm not going to be able to get a promotion. I'm not going to be able to, um, it's a, it was so, it was wild y'all. So I'm not going to get married. I'm not going to have, like 
everything mm. else that I would have wanted, it was all connected from just that one thing. And so what I was kind of led to do was create a new world. And that w- it started with the words that, you know, I was saying out of my mouth. Like, I definitely had to repent for even thinking that God would fail me. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, um, his word is what led me to believe that he was with me, that he was going to make me strong, that he was going to help me. Yes. That at the end of the day, he, he never left me. Yeah. Neither is he going to forsake me. At the, at the end of the day, if this is something that I am... Um, asking God for, I do believe he's going to meet me there. So this world, I needed to renounce that because that Mm. was not of God and he wanted to, he wants to prosper me. So I had to believe that. And so going back to the new world that I created, it was all positive things. It was thinking of those things that were just those things that are pure, those things that are praiseworthy, um, that he will help me, that he's going to, um, be my savior. Everything that he says that he is, that's what's going to be in that world. And that's what I, I'm going to choose to believe. Cause at the end of the day, we do have free will to choose whichever. Yes. But as for me in my house, come on, come on, come on your house. We're going to serve the Lord. <laughs> that's right. So, um, yeah, I, I did find myself in creating worlds and I had to just create a new one mm-hmm. that was going to be the truth. Yeah. That is so good. So one thing that came to mind as you were speaking, when you said you, and he said that was a big world, you got to remember that it doesn't start off with the world, right? We have that one initial thought that we allow to be verbalized or we we water it or nurture it in our minds, and we just create it a town, right? And then we keep adding on to that, and now we have this bigger city, and now we have several cities, and we have a state, and then we create this country, and then we create multiple countries, and now we have you know these worlds. And the, the reason why that's important is because sometimes we travel to these specific thoughts that stem from one thought, and so we're in the same world, but now we're in a different country in this world, and now we're at a different state in this world. And so we're, we're just going and going in this world that we've created with our words until we realize this doesn't align with what God says. This isn't the world that God created for me to live in. Mm -hmm. This is not what God had in mind when he was creating the garden. Yeah. And so, um, I think one thing that's really important for us to realize, not only how our words impact us and our view of ourselves, but our words also impact how others view us. Right. And before I get into that though, my question, I have a question for you. When you were creating that world and you were able to, when God allowed you to see that the world that you were creating with your words was not a world that aligned with the world he created for you, what was that heart change like? Because I often feel like if we trace the root of our words, it goes back to our heart. Because, I mean, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what was that transition like in your heart before your words began to change? Well, to be perfectly honest, I had to repent. Yeah. I had to surrender. Mm. And I had to literally repent because I know and I knew at that time what God's word said about me. And because I knew it, for me to create this world that was contrary to that is almost like I didn't believe what he already said. Yeah. And he already spoke. So that's where I repented. And then it's like, God, I need to surrender this thing that I created because one, I can't do nothing with it. Yeah. 
And two, you don't want me to have it. Yeah. And you can do something better with it than I can. So here. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad that I did it. Like, I'm, I'm going to be transparent again. Like, I went to prayer at church, and he, the guy, um, pastor, he went up there and he said, you know, anybody here expecting something from God or, you know, you came here for a reason. And I, I sat there for a little bit, and I said, I ain't, I ain't got nothing. I'm okay. I already prayed about it. Stop lying. No, I don't have anything. No, I'm good. <laughs> um, no. So, you know, I got up and I actually went to the altar and I just remember getting on my knees because I was like, at this point, this is how I fight my battle. <laughs> I mean, I was like, and what and what helped me so much was the release. Yeah. Like I could literally feel that world that I created being taken from me, or at least I no longer had to hold it anymore. Like mm. it was almost like the little, the little exchange of here's beauty. Yeah. And I can, I'll take your ashes. Mm-hmm. And so I remember getting back, getting up, wiping tears off. Like, <laughs> okay, well that felt good. Yeah. I need to start doing that. Right. Let me do I this like again. It. Yeah. But that transition started with me repenting because I knew what God said about me. I know, like, when I tell you God has shown me himself and how much he loves me. Yeah. And I just had to remind myself of that. And there's a lot of peace that came along with him reminding me of his truth and his love for me mm-hmm. so that those lies no longer mattered. Amen. That's good to me. Um, amen. <laughs> that was good, y'all. It's the literally here's here's my beauty. I'll take your ashes. Put that on the shirt. Send me one. I'm a size extra large. <laughs> I like green. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's real. You know, I think when we invite the Lord into our words and we surrender our words to him and our thought processes in our hearts, we then get the opportunity to receive the world that he has for us. And I think we, we oftentimes miss out on that world in its totality because of our words, because we don't, and not only because of our words that are spoken, but thoughts that we entertain and the knowledge that we don't have of the word of God. And for some of us, it's not that we don't have the knowledge of what God says about us. We don't believe it. And when you don't believe it, when you don't have his word hidden in your heart that you may not sin against him, what you going to do? You will. You're going to sin against him. You're going to speak things that don't align with his word and what his word says about you. So it's really important that we not only know his word, we have to know what he says about us. We have to believe it and we have to act on it because that's the that's the faith part. Lord, I believe what you said. I will now take action and works it and do my work in that. I will now allow my words to align with that. And so what I was going to say earlier is that not only do these worlds we create and the words that we use impact how we see ourselves, but how other people see us, right? Because we see in Matthew chapter 12 that our they're going to know us by our fruit. And a lot of times the things that we speak, that's, that's a part of the fruit, right? So Matthew 12, um, verse 33 says either make the tree good and its fruit good or make the tree bad and its fruit bad for the tree is known by its fruit so if you have someone and and they can be someone who you have grown up with in church right if their tree is not good 
their fruit will not be good. And I know that fruit can be more than just words. Absolutely, it can be actions. But I want to focus on the word aspect of that. If someone is in your life and they're just speaking negatively all the time, there's a heart issue there, y'all. That's not aligning with what God has for us. And I'm not saying we can't be in negative seasons or, or hard seasons. What are your words like in those seasons, right? What are your words like? I know I've had hard seasons. I know Sarah's had hard seasons. I know it'd be hard. <laughs> like it's it's wild because you'll be surprised how from one season you are at your at the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Positive words in your word, like you got them all. You learn the new ones that God say about you. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes you get in them valleys and you be like, Jesus. I don't want this no more. Right, 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 right. <laughs> or or it's almost like, it's not that you didn't forget it. It's just in that moment, because chaos is around you, yeah. you just forget that those things still reign true, regardless of what it looks like. And I think, I'm glad that you said that, because this is going to sound like random, but it's not. If I were to go to Italy right now, I won't forget to speak English. I won't forget that that's my language. Mm -hmm. And so as believers and as people who are trying to grow and living a lifestyle that aligns with the word of God, that's our language. When we became a new creature, everything about us changed. Mm -hmm. So the word choices we use, all of that had to change. It should have changed. If it didn't change, ask God to to come in and change it because he still will. But our language should have changed. Mm -hmm. And so if I am now entering into a season that may be hot yeah the fire may really be hot Mm -hmm. the life may really be pressuring me life could just be lifing I'm still a believer I'm still a child of God and my language first and foremost should be my language of the kingdom Mm -hmm. and so I should not just be like oh I hate this season oh I can't wait to get out of this season oh this is useless this is pointless when is it over and sometimes we're saying these things when we're in what we asked god to bless us with in the first place hello get into it i will so a lot of times we go to work gosh i can't stand this job this the job you prayed for You said you wanted those benefits with the insurance. <laughs> Get somebody else to do Get it. Get somebody else to That's do what it. That's that. what we say, y'all. And I know, I know sometimes God is like, my child. Just calm down. Chill out. <laughs> I'm here. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I just want us to be reminded that just because our situation and circumstances change, who we are in God should remain the same because he still sees us as his children. Yeah. You know, even when life is life and, and, um, Wow, that's just so good. Thank you, Lord, because that little Italy thing, that was cute. It was. That was. I was like, because when when I was listening to you speak, he dropped that in my spirit, and I'm like, well, okay, let's just say it. We're going to go for it. We're going to go. We're going to go into the deep. Um, but I think it's just so important, and I'm going to keep repeating it, guys, that our words create worlds. And so my question is, what world are you living in? And which one do you need to get out of? Oh, okay. Because some of us, we don't know how to get out of that world. And it's okay if you're in that space right now because I've been there before. And I can tell you and I can assure you, you can get out of it. How you get out of it is honestly taking the same steps that Sarah told us about earlier that she took in her personal life. And that's something that Sarah and I never talked about that part before, about the repentance and all the things. I didn't know she, that she did all that. But 
it's amazing because those are the same things that I had to do in order to start seeing a difference in my life. And it's not you repent, you say, Lord, I'm sorry for speaking this way about this blessing or my life or something you've given to me. It's not just that. You don't say it. it's not a one and done. Yeah. This is a process. Yeah. This is a process and we have to be disciplined in it. And just like I said last episode, we can be disciplined and still not see a change the next day. That's why we keep doing it. We yeah. need to be patient in this, yeah. right? While you're waiting, though, what are your words like? What are you saying while you're waiting? What's going on in your heart while you're waiting? And I think that period of waiting as your words are changing is a great time to invite God in because he wants to do work in our hearts. Yeah. I believe that, um, okay, so as you were talking, I kept thinking about, like, sometimes our words come from the thoughts and the thoughts are a part of the world. Yeah. And one of the scriptures that comes to mind is that even in the waiting or even in the seasons of like, okay, I've repented and these thoughts still come, take those thoughts captive and submit them to Jesus because he know what to do with them. Yes. And that's how you keep going because yes. they're going to come back. Like I always hear about how healing works. It's a journey. It's not something that's immediate like you were speaking to before. Yeah. So you may get triggered. You mm -hmm. may be reminded of something that hurt or that was a world that I used to be in. But you don't have to claim it and sit in it anymore. Yes. Because you no longer, um, people these days say, I no longer identify with that. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we don't have to do that anymore. Yes. We can identify with the truth. Mm-hmm. And who the Lord says that he is and who we are. Absolutely. And I'm, first of all, thanks, Sarah, for like having this conversation with me. I think it's like been really fruitful. And I pray that you guys are being blessed by this. Um, but one thing and one prayer that I have for all of us, it comes from Psalms 141, verse 3. And it, well, Psalm doesn't really have verses. But anyway, so Psalms 141. And it says, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. And I think that we should say that, make it a part of our, our routine and our lifestyles to always invite God into our words and what we're saying and asking him to be a guard over our mouths and, and watch the words that come from our lips because, y'all, you never know what your words can do for somebody. When you open your mouth, are you, are you speaking life? Or are you speaking death? Who are you speaking life or death to? What situation could you be speaking life or death in? For my people that are single, if someone says, are you married? It don't look like I'm going to get. Why would you say that? They didn't ask you that. You can say, not in this season, but it's coming. Right? Because yeah. you didn't lie. Yeah. It's still truth. Yeah. Choose your words wisely. Speak life into those things. Yeah. You know? If you're married. How's your marriage? Don't say, child, it's a hot mess. It's ghetto. <laughs> it's ghetto. Out here. It's ghetto. Like, you could, I'm pretty sure there are other words that you could use here. I'm pretty sure you could say, things are fiery right now, but God is with us. And I know that with him, the two of us, we're good because he's our third. Yeah. He's what's making us whole. He's what's going to keep us together. Right. Right. So we have to find ways to be intentional about our words. And so before we go, 
um my my friends on youtube you guys can see this but i have this beautiful bowl here and within this bowl there are random topics or words some of them are words some of them are phrases and what sarah's going to do is she's going to pull one of these and whatever's on there that's going to be her inspiration to encourage you guys before she goes um, but before we do that, uh, is there a way that everyone can stay connected with you after this episode? Do you have social media? What's, what's going on? What is it? Okay, friends. <laughs> so, um, right now you guys can follow me or even just check me out. Cause you know, every, everybody ain't got to follow if they want to Yeah. at, um, on Instagram at Sarah underscore. Okay. And that's the Sarah with the H cause that has to, you have to explicitly say that these yeah, days. You do. People be confused. Yes, But they it's do. the H on there. H. But, um, Sarah underscore and then the engineer. Everybody got that? That's Sarah, Sarah underscore the engineer. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you said that's Instagram, correct? Yes. All right. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. Pick them up. Yeah. You can mix them up. Do what you want to do. Excited. Um, excited. Okay. All right, y'all. So my word is balloon. Ooh, balloon. How are you gonna encourage us with balloon? Um, okay, so can I if I could start with what I think of okay. when I see the word bloom. Um bloom is I one I th I think of a flower. Mm -hmm. Most people probably do. I hope they do. Yeah. But they a flower blooms when it's I guess ready to unfold. It's mm -hmm. almost like it's it's showing itself, like it's I'm coming out. Uh, Dorinda song, Dorinda Cartco. I'm I'm a little I'm really church. <laughs> so, but uh, with my hands up, I had to make sure people knew <laughs> what I was talking about. But when I think of bloom, I think of a flower blooming. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm sure everyone's familiar with it. But in order for it to bloom, it had to be planted, right? Yeah. And as I reflect on that, I reflect on the fact that I moved from Alabama all the way up here to the middle of nowhere. I didn't, I didn't know anybody. And one of the things that I would always be reminded of is you're going to grow where you, you've been planted. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm on the cusp of a season where I'm like about to bloom. Yeah. Um, and that not, and that. Take your time. Take your time. That may be not just for me. It could be for someone. It could be for you. It could be for anybody, right? You're you're blooming in a season or there's going to come a season where you are blooming. And when I think of that in the perspective of a person experiencing a season of blooming, yeah. I think of it's almost like a brighter day. Brighter day. Brighter day. Brighter Let me get off this mic. But... <laughs> You know, it, it's almost like you're on a new horizon. Like yeah. things are working out. It's all, you you probably are living in your dream. You're probably doing what God asked you to do. And, and now you're reaping the benefits of it. Like mm -hmm. that's what I think about when I think of bloom. So to encourage someone that may not be in a season of blooming. Yeah. Just wait. Mm -hmm. It's going to come. Mm -hmm. God's still watering that seed. Yeah. You may just be at the point where the stem going to pop out, out of the soil. And at some point, the flower's going to come, yeah. and it's going to bloom, and you're going to be glistening. Come on and glisten. But your time going to come, and even if you're there right now, you're blooming right now, the best is yet to come. Amen. Yes. 
thank you well guys thank you so much for plugging into the outlet with us again i'm angel janelle and this is my girl sarah the engineer and we really hope that you've been blessed by this so i love you much peace and blessings